0: So just just imagine that uh, the DMX song "Y'all Go Make Me Lose My Mind" is now playing in the background. You can go with that. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Y'all go make me. Uh. <laughs> it's perfect because I'm DMX. Uh, uh. <laughs> Y'all go make me lose my mind. Um. Wow, here we are again, Dan. Uh, welcome back to the Movie Blues Podcast, where I am Dan Lyons, typically. Yeah, typically you are.
1: Is is that it?
0: I think it's your turn.
1: Oh, that's me, I'm Dan.
0: Um, and we are, uh, covering just one movie today? (laughs) (laughs) It's more like a ride.
1: (laughs) The blessed feature film. (laughs)
0: Um, this is a, a, another entry in our continuing series exploring the films of the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, today's entry is 2009's Fast and Furious, uh, where they've hacked off... These are following me because I just took this car. Obviously the car doesn't belong to me, it's not my style. Uh, that's uh, from Vin Diesel's um, autobiography, which is now out on Audible. Um, Audible, where your dreams become a reality through your ears. <laughs> um, uh, that was our first ad read. Thanks for bringing that in. Um, so um, yeah, uh, we are continuing in our exploration of the Fast and Furious <laughs> We're get franchise. we
1: for doing an unsolicited ad read. <laughs>
0: Press yeah. <laughs> in a podcast known for its—they
1: don't want this press <laughs>
0: marketability. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah so ugh, today we uh, are done talking about like art house cinema auteurs, um, yeah. subversive filmmaking.
1: The year 2002 <laughs> plus <prayer>. seven. <laughs> it's a
0: 2009 trash heap that is fresh. And furious. Yeah. 2009's 2002 film. If if and the WWE made a movie, it would be Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I hated this movie. <laughs> I hated this movie so so very much. You
1: you and you, you and myself, uh, as opposed to you, we watched this movie in two very different dynamics and situations. I feel that mine was more prone to leave me enjoying this film. Yeah I still still didn't though.
0: No. Um yeah, I mean this uh oh, this is where the, the Nas ran out <laughs> This is where Man, that's funny. This is where the fuel injected flames started to sputter. Man, that's funny. This is where I lost the race. <laughs> Wars Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's Vin Diesel, by the way uh, For anyone out there wondering who the, our guest is today It's Vin um, nah. I, I'll be honest, this is actually a recording
1: of your friend Jared uh, <laughs> do doing then. an impression of Vin and it's
0: indiscernible to the evening. not not
1: to be confused at the time that Vin was actually on the show.
0: Shout out Jared we were going to try to do it for this episode I'm just remembering all this now through my blazed thought process and uh, luckily we have about eight more of these to do so we will get you in on the next one for now we have an imposter Vin Diesel who's the closest to the real thing we could get what do you think about that Vin? So I could beat the shit out of you <laughs> So uh, Today uh, God damn dude We watched a fucking movie um, I watched it at 10am in a, in a cold basement By myself in the dark uh, It was really Really upsetting uh, It was harder for me to get through Than Cats It was harder It was I would say the hardest Of any movie In the Movie Blues podcast For me to get through The most I've ever considered really? Skipping entire sections Of a movie uh, I've Maybe in a long time I mean like this, I, uh, was, this was I garbage
1: didn't, I didn't feel that at all
0: this was two assfuls of shit
1: oh man there's so many movies that I hated so much more than this
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know uh, just to catch everyone up we have now watched Fast and Furious 1 and 2. We're on to uh, 3, even though there was a uh, Tokyo Drift movie we're choosing to ignore um, because Vin Diesel's not in it. And I simply cannot fathom watching a movie about cars that does not star Vin yeah. Diesel. I mean, we are. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah.
1: if it doesn't have Vin, it needs to have. Uh
0: Fuck, the boys, Uh So we're sorely RIP. We are sorely was, missing a member say, of the team today, and that is Tyrese Brooke Gibson. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say Tay Diggs, and I'm like, Tay this. Diggs! <laughs> it's not the same person. Star of House on Haunted Hill, Tay Diggs. <laughs> oh god um I I like this movie first of all I was praying that Rome would show up that that tay Taye Diggs would show up not yet, praying maybe. and not he yet. did not um, that was the first in a long stretch of disappointments I incurred while watching this movie um
1: I believe that's gonna happen in a couple movies I, if- if I understand correctly. Oh
0: yeah, they're bringing the whole crew back together. Uh, also missed, RIP in yeah. this film where Chris Ludacris bridges ja <laughs> I mean where were all my dogs at on this one like they couldn't even ship DMX in you must have been like in the I psych know, hospital during this one <laughs> This one they
1: weren't even trying to pretend like they associate with black people
0: like is DMX out of rehab yet? No, uh, well, I guess we just won't fill this role at all <laughs> just delete yeah. the role yeah. <laughs> It's not needed yeah. um, this, this this was movie. extra plus uh.
1: for me because this was the first one I had never
0: seen uh, Yeah, I mean uh, this is a classic dance. I've never seen uh, Dance ex machina back and forth. We both have not seen <laughs> (laughs) Uh, this (laughs) this louded trash (laughs) that we watched thank god people are going to be dying to know what we thought Uh, Um, I want to know
1: how many times the phrase Deus as Magina
0: has been used in reference to the
1: Fast and the Furious franchise
0: (laughs) (laughs) probably one starting today I know I
1: used to I think I was real smart citing that in college papers all the time, Mm. and how many college papers do you think are written about Fast and Furious? You gotta figure there's a good amount, there's so many fucking like, fake classes.
0: Yeah, at at, like, Ford Mustang University, (laughs) (laughs) they're fucking, in Oklahoma City, they're like, teaching everybody like, and that is when Dom, uh, you know, really decided to embrace family. Uh, yeah um, Okay I Listen Here's Here are some things That uh, Why I hated this fucking you movie You should so also learn Spanish suddenly Much like Dom In these rapidly changing Economic circumstances Oh you notice that too That And, and, and to continue Our discussion of race wars uh, About what race Vin Diesel is Black White Chicano Like Cubano We don't know um, I'm pretty sure he's black But in this movie He's now an Italian person That speaks Spanish I don't know yeah, it, it makes yeah. no sense um, My
1: was Dom speaks spanish now i feel as if there's no way that would not have come up sooner given how many spanish characters were in the first
0: film (laughs) he learned in between films you imagine vin diesel just sitting at like a school desk learning spanish like
1: me llamo
0: I was,
1: I, I was picturing him using like Rosetta Stone sitting with his mic his USB mic at
0: a laptop I just picture him typing <laughs> on a laptop and then he just his finger just goes through the keyboard and shatters the whole keyboard and He's like damn it and then throws that that laptop on a pile of other laptops in the he's corner like, Of, he's of like, a room sh- of stolen laptops that him and his crew hijacked <laughs> so he can <could> learn Spanish
1: <laughs> He's like shit Oh, I'm, I mean Myrda
0: <laughs> Isn't that French? <laughs> um, okay Oh god um, Listen uh, here, uh, There's a couple things about this movie I could not stand for Here they are in no uncertain order I'm not reading off of a list I'm not reading anything I'm just telling you how much I fucking hate this movie Pro- Problem number one uh, Things that were sucked out of this movie Like a mosquito draws blood Color, humor Characterization, uh, any any sort of levity, right? There's nothing funny about this movie. There was nothing uh, like the first two movies are just like if you want to give them any accolades, they are relatively colorful, relatively silly, self-aware movies. This movie, like guaranteed someone had watched The Dark Knight the year previous and was like, let's get it dark and like have a Hans Zimmer score and like, let's get Paul Walker to wear a suit instead of Converse's this time and it just was like, are we taking this seriously? Like no more silly cops you know, like in the other movies, no more no more fucking comic relief characters like Rome and all those people are stripped out of it. And
1: they tackled the whole issue of the streets being closed for these absurd street races by just eliminating Uh, that. they, They
0: just took the fun out of it. Every set piece was in lord darkness like is, like the fucking plague. Scene,
1: there's one scene which leads to one shot where for a moment I was like holy shit is this about to be a great movie and it's where. you'll know, See later in my note, it's in my my own version of deep thoughts for the intro of this movie. But I was just like the whole time I'm like, where's Brian? Where's Brian? And then the scene where Brian gets introduced is actually a pretty decently shot, good-looking action scene. And at the end, when he jumps through this window, and it just shows like the setting and the time or whatever, it's like Los Angeles, 2004, whatever. Mm. But the text was all like it was like a very very cool overlay. It was very snatch esque. I was like, oh wow, there's like. There's, this looks like a movie for a second and then Damn. never did again
0: <laughs> the fact that you could make it through the first scene of this movie and then be fooled into thinking that this was a movie <laughs> at any point after it is is evidence enough that you were not paying close enough attention because as i will agree with you at this point the first scene of this movie i have more notes than any other scene in the fucking movie um, I just want to say that this movie for me was two scenes. The first scene and the last scene. Everything that happened in between was inconsequential. I did not care about. Um, <laughs> the entire movie, at least from a franchise perspective of what have we learned from this installment? What do we take into the next one? What has happened to these characters? All of that is settled in the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Everything in between are like supercharged cars driving through mine shafts and <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and maybe like the most obvious misdirection of a villain in the entire history of movie making where they're just like they have this evil Spanish guy that they meet who's right. who's menacingly playing golf when they roll up to him wearing yes. like a black silk shirt yes. and they're like D- you're not the villain are you and he's like no it is Braga <laughs> when it's like dude it is but you are definitely Braga right like let's get that out right now like this is it is ridiculous we're all adults here we don't need to act like you yeah. are Braga you are 100% Braga he's like oh that's that's what they say about Braga, Holmes. Like, he's mysterious, you know? You never see him. And they're like, oh, well, we have no pictures of Braga. And yet you have one antagonist for 45 minutes of the movie who is alluding to Braga every single time right, we see right. him. We never right. see a photograph or any sort of evidence that Braga exists. He's just like, Ooh, we'll have to see if Braga agrees with that. It's like, dude, well, are you going to go in the bathroom and talk to yourself in the mirror? Because you're a Braga.
1: Yeah, when are you going to remove your Clark Kent glasses to reveal? <laughs> yeah. your you are Wait, truly
0: Braga. Do you feel as if when we found out that he was Braga, he started guessing, dressing even more gangster? though? Do you, <laughs> yeah. you notice by the end of the movie, you, he was, like, you mean full He
1: was wearing, like, suits made out of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. Dude,
0: this this movie was bad,
1: like Dude, bad. I love when you go on a rant that just like encompasses an entire paragraph that I wrote. Like I have one. <laughs> one so just destroy your notes. No, it's it's a, it's absolutely crazy. How after this many movies, how little I care about the plot, (laughs) I'm I'm somehow not invested even a little bit. I legit don't care. It's various good-looking exotic people interacting in good-looking exotic locales, saying stuff about things and contemplating. The only thing missing from this beefcake bazaar is Brian. Oh this man. Is the, this is the scene before Paul Walker shows up where just Vin Diesel talking with some like ambiguously Pacific Asian man. And everyone walking around is built like Vin Diesel. It's ridiculous.
0: Dude, it's <laughs> like, I'm telling this. you, like the first three scenes of this movie we could unpack for the rest of the season. Dude,
1: it was a clear beefcake bizarre <laughs> And I just wrote, oh. <laughs> that oh term fair. has never
0: been better used <laughs> of the trillions of times it's probably been used on earth yeah. there's oh no better fair. use than fast and furious dude the note right after that is just oh fair Paul Walker where are you
1: know next you know where one, he is the next one is oh there he is my blue eyed <laughs> baby boy oh my god and he's, <coughs> oh my god and he's surrounded by new metal and it's the kind of only good artistic good action movie scene in this entire movie this oh. rages. is this will surely fall off immediately
0: um i i know that you, that you are now uh talking about what you think is new metal um I'm gonna recategorize that because the scene in which Paul Walker is chasing a Spanish gangbanger, right? Right. right. Kicks off with Spanish rapping over breakbeats, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. The Spanish backing, there. the Spanish rapping over breakbeats evolves into EDM <laughs> out of nowhere, right? Then it evolves into dubstep <laughs> with like strings, full orchestra he's also chasing a Latino person I I didn't know they could make racist action movie music but we're here (laughs) like we did it you know what I mean like the composer seriously was like "Uh, like,
1: all of of a sudden it switches to a salsa beat dude it it was
0: ridiculous no it started with literally like yeah chulo, shoot you in your dick hole and then it was like then suddenly it was strings then something dude it was I was like what the fucking fuck I I really yeah really was upset with the music in that scene. Um, (laughs) I don't know what was going on there. All right, so... uh, About the music
1: I literally wrote for that
0: scene, this rages. I, I, at first... Thought that this episode in, in in the past five minutes was going to be ten minutes long. Now I'm realizing it's going to be very very long. Um, I have a lot yeah. to say, um, and we need to start at the beginning of that. Um, okay. I think both of us probably have a lot of thoughts about the first two scenes in the movie, and it's, you, it's you only proper that we talk about it.
1: It's good. We're covering. We've, okay, we've so, it. Uh,
0: the movie opens up in the. <laughs> I have a
1: couple. <laughs> I just was saying since you were talking about the plot of the movie, my actual first notice: how much does it, how much does insurance cost for Michelle Rodriguez for a movie of this nature?
0: <laughs> Not enough, apparently. All right, so Act One: Dom and the crew in the DR. Um, this is where this fucking shithole began, um, and uh, we open up with this like insane. Um, Chase slash heist uh, in the Dominican Republic and fully green screened. It looked like they were on Mars, pretty much. Yeah.
1: And did you notice that this one um, stopped the tradition they had established of having a really dope title card, where like the movie studio logo? I, mean, I love like, title. Card.
0: Oh, you mean oh, uh, the Universal logo turning into yeah. a hubcap? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there was nothing to that effect this time. Yeah. What, what, um, what, that's what how they you knew it was going to be aggressively mediocre.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what they deprived me of in uh, car-shaped title cards they made up for with uh, people being on the hoods of moving cars immediately.
0: Like, they were just like, there was like a, a board of executives that were like, well, they did the hubcap last time. Surely that's the only round thing about a car. <laughs> and, someone's, and someone in the bag's like, steering wheel, and he's like, you're fired. No, you're fired. <laughs> <That's great>. uh, <laughs> um... Uh, So, uh, yeah, uh, the movie starts off with this heist slash advanced GTA mission where... um, Dom and Letty and the crew and some random Spanish characters who were being trying to be shoehorned into the film. I don't know why. <laughs> and they only had scenes in the first and last scene of the movie, and yet the film treated them as if they were like literal <laughs> side characters the entire time. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, you mean like they they uh, they matrix revolutions them. They were like the Abbott and Costello bookends, uh, yeah. the, the Dominican Abbott and Costello yeah. of uh, it, Fast and it, Furious, and I. They, don't like
1: how every Matrix movie, they tried to replace the people in the main crew had, who had been killed the previous movie by some, like, character that you care about for 11 minutes total.
0: But, like, usually that those two characters would be the comic relief, and it felt like in this movie they were just like, well, they're ethnic, we don't yeah, need to right. actually treat them as funny. No,
1: they were purely fodder to fill a quota.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, they're taking down <laughs> this truck, right? Yeah. Um, Uh, And uh, it's—I'd say rough estimate—Dom's crew is about 12 guys. Um, I just want to say up front that I play a lot of Grand Theft Auto. um, And if—and if 12 plus morons wanted to steal one truck from one tiny
1: amount of guys, yeah.
0: If—if 12 plus (laughs) morons wanted to steal one truck from one tiny Mexican driver, they could more easily (laughs) drive up to his cab and shoot him in the fucking face. Instead, they're surfing on cars, driving backwards at 100 miles an hour and nearly killing every single team member involved for fuck's sakes the driver has a handgun and shoots at vin diesel and even (laughs) then Vin is not armed and is just ducking from the gunfire. It is insane that in this movie series, they're basically trying to, like, humanize people the, they're that like are the bat, They're the
1: Batman of <laughs> the Batman <laughs> of fucking car theft. They're
0: stealing and hijacking cars. They're doing major crimes yeah. by simply having them not shoot people right in the fucking face. That's some, like, Fast and Furious ethics about how the lines are gray and flimsy as fuck, but, like, yeah. at the end of the day, they're fucking criminals, right? It makes them the heroes. Now, I, I just want to, dude, the thing that is unbelievable about this scene, I, take out the huge car chase, take out pretty much everything. The thing that I found incredible is that at the end of the day, they're stealing fuel, right? Right. right. And in the next scene, which is like a party beach vibe type thing, like a celebration yeah. where everybody wears white for some reason. That's what I was talking, that was the beefcake Bizarre question. Yeah. <laughs> That was definitely the beefcake bazaar. Um, yeah,
1: that's what I'm ta- no, it's what I act was talking one, about. The yeah. beefcake bazaar. It was
0: Vin Diesel
1: talking. He's literally his shirt his shirt is hanging on for dear life, dude. The flex walking in that scene was uh, boring. <laughs> and he's talking to this vague, like, Asian type person who just is just the most gorgeous man. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, uh, wait, we're and getting ahead of ourselves. Wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I just want to say, like, they cut to at this party. Very the second they introduce that you're at a party, did you notice what they cut to with the oil tanker at the party? Did you? happen to no, that? No, My dude. So the first scene in this give movie... The, give me the deep cuts. The first scene in this movie is them literally almost killing all of each other and themselves to rip off an oil truck, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they pretty much killed the driver. I mean, assumedly, he did not survive jumping out of that. Um, he was like a 65-year-old man. Dude,
1: dude, he dove out of that thing so gracefully. It was incredible.
0: <laughs> um, uh, the long and short of it is at the party, they cut to the fuel tank That they recovered from this heist. Okay. And it's on its side, and they're literally just pumping and filling up their cars with it. Yeah. So just keep in mind, like, remember Breaking Bad? Have you ever seen the show Breaking Bad? Um. No. So the lengths to which they go in Breaking Bad to steal things like fuel and like things- Like Yeah. <laughs> the lengths to which they go to do that and the amount that it's worth, um, it's, it's extremely realistic. Whereas in this, it's like 12 people stealing one tank of gas to fill their supercharged cars. Wouldn't an easier <laughs> operation with the same crew be to just rob a bank? Yeah. Like, you can pay for yeah. gas at the gas yeah, station. Yeah, right, right, you no. don't need your own private fuel tank They're going to right keep to your the operation story. moving. Dude, when
1: that guy... That whole fucking first scene, they, when, when you alluded to the driver j- jumping out of the cab of this... <laughs> 18-wheeler car, but they do, when they do the pan under the thing, I feel like they showed it was, like, 30 wheels, like, they just, like, invented a truck length to, like, really... longer than any truck has the ever been. Long- yeah, it's the longest truck on earth. And then after he dives out, that truck still drives down this winding path, just from sheer momentum, for, like... I don't know, like, three quarters of a mile with no one steering it along a bouncing pad. It's it's
0: fucking insane. And then when it flips,
1: eventually, And and Vin Diesel's strategy is to then drive (laughs) directly at it and it's tumbling horizontally
0: (laughs) So all right, Vin Diesel's, like, (laughs) level of calm as he drives a supercharged car at 100 miles an hour directly towards a flipping (laughs) and exploding oil tanker isn't cool or suave. It is downright unsettling. Like, he's emotionally damaged yeah, right. or on a cocktail of a thousand right. pills that he's, make him impervious to human emotion.
1: He's the driver of a vehicle in which his partner is the passenger. And she is screaming, Tom, right, what, right. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you
0: doing? he does not flinch. He does not give like, her any assurance that they will yeah, survive. Yeah.
1: All it would take is a, don't worry, I got it. And yeah, he, he, yeah. He says nothing he, and just he says nothing.
0: Just so after the fact that he can moment, look cooler.
1: Michelle Rodriguez's character would have been scarred for life for that moment alone. She thought that fucking Vin Diesel went pure insane, where she's like, she's like Dom, the love of my life, like where, like what are you doing? Like don't drive at that flaming fucking gas tanker, and he's just like staring straight ahead, it's like, it's like The Lodge, man. Like,
0: he had that five, that ten, that ten-mile stare. Dude, he was catatonic throughout this movie. He was how, he was a functioning catatonic.
1: I can't figure it out, is, like, Vin Diesel a person (laughs) whose, like, career has, like, he's just been, like, ruined by being in these types of movies. Because, like, he started by being in movies like Boiler Room and, like, Saving Private Ryan, like, good films, so, like... He has to have some acting ability what the
0: <laughs> how, how, how are you going to yeah. act like <laughs> he plays every role exactly the same <laughs> It is so funny. It is so fucking amazing how much confidence he has. Yeah, I mean, how much confidence he has in his own aura is fucking
1: incredible. In moments where I would be so panicked that I wouldn't remember what gear to shift my car into, or or
0: surely if you were an actor playing someone in that situation, (laughs) even you would consider (laughs) like you'd be like, okay, I'll Anxiety. I want the audience to feel as if I'm in danger, so I will make it seem as if I'm worried. No, he powers through. (laughs) (laughs) literally everything (laughs) dead same emotional range it is
1: awesome dude he is literally the bionic man in this movie he is moved
0: into full blown superhero I mean he is impervious to bullets to anything (laughs) making him look less than the man like he walks into every movie being like, "I will be only represented as 100% myself, yeah. no compromises. <laughs> I am Vin Diesel. Like it's happening." I imagine the director of this film being like, "Hey,
1: Vin, uh, we're gonna run that one back again. When when uh, when they, wait, when, they, when, they shoot, when they shoot you in the back." of the shoulder Wait, Dan, um, you-,
0: you know when you know when they um, in movies and they do this all the time I even saw it in the Skywalker documentary I watched yesterday where in action beats and things like that they'll say to an actor now do one uh, sad now do yeah. one surprised now right. do one angry I just see them <laughs> telling Vin Diesel that and he gives the exact same performance every single time pay, pay and pay. then that is <laughs> that is that print it and they're like okay this. look look a little forlorn this yeah. time Vin he's like uh <laughs> that is that.
1: They're like, hey, Ben. Uh, next time when we run this again, and uh, the person shoots you directly in the shoulder with a forty-five caliber caliber handgun, um, we'd like it if you would flinch, um, and you know, exude some sort of pain. And he's, he's like, like I-, I physically cannot do that. <laughs> he's like, I got it. And they shoot him, and he's just like, you know what? I'm gonna use the arm just to tell you the arm that you just shot me, and I'm gonna use that arm to beat you with instead of my other arm. <laughs> he literally gets shot directly in the shoulder, and then turns around and just beats the shit out of his assailant with that arm.
0: Hey, I don't remember him being shot in it.
1: Oh, dude, it's incredible. From behind, he gets shot directly in the back of the shoulder, turns around, and just punches the guy in the face with that shoulder. He's like he the Terminator. It, dude. Huh? dude, it's awesome.
0: Um, uh, so, oh my god. All right, so um, the party scene, right? This is like after the chase, the party scene um, uh, that we've been talking about pretty much this entire podcast so far. <laughs> um, dude, uh, there's an amazing paradigm that arises in that party that arises throughout the whole movie. Um, Han, I think, is the character from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yes. Who is in this movie and he has a scene where he's talking to Dom and he's drinking a Corona. And uh, now we all know that Dom loves Corona. This is like, w- without Point question. Three, wait. This is without question. Classic but Fast and the Furious lore. <laughs> what the paradigm, the Corona paradox of this movie, <laughs> was that other characters who had no longer had an affiliation with Vin Diesel were still drinking Corona. Like at the bar, Brian orders a Corona. Han is instinctually at the party drinking a Corona, even though he's not necessarily. You know, he didn't grow up with Vin Diesel and his shop like everybody in the first movie who drank fucking Corona it's like anyone who comes in I contact love, with I Vin love, Diesel essentially I'm, becomes a Corona drinker it's like I his
1: lo- I love you trying to solve through the world of the features what is literally the Corona paid for some of this movie <laughs>
0: That is most certainly the answer to this question, where, like, every character has to be drinking Corona, but, like, there are situations in which Jason is listening to this episode and having a nervous breakdown right now. <laughs> there's, there's episodes in which uh, the, the the Corona, just, like, people are drinking it who shouldn't be drinking it. It just didn't make sense. Everybody was drinking Corona. So we're at the point, we're just in a universe where only a certain kind of person is the only person who drinks Corona. Yeah. And that is an Italian-Spanish... Criminal fuel stealing, like, like, what is? Who are these people anymore? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, they were using the fuel at the street racing party just to fill up their cars that they wasted fuel doing the job acquiring. <laughs> So that was the that was the MacGuffin of the entire opening set piece, uh, which made absolutely no sense and defeated the entire purpose of the entire scene. Um, there, there is sound dripping out of my nose right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is uh, now five nil. Dan has spit something out of his nose on the podcast.
1: No, I, no, I held it in this time. This time, it stayed in the nasal cavity and is slowly dripping its way out.
0: Uh, meanwhile, we're introduced um, to a wonderful scene where you have Dom and Letty, who have the sexual chemistry of a brother and sister, <laughs> um, and. Uh, Dude. But, alright, I'm gonna declare
1: this as a note, because (laughs) I updated it as I went along because it said, wait, I thought Michelle Rodriguez was Dom's sister, no? <laughs> 10 minutes later update. I, I've now realized Mia is a totally separate character. Uh oh.
0: <laughs> Dan, can I read you my first note? My first note is in between films, I forgot that Michelle Rodriguez was Vin's girlfriend and not his sister. So when the movie opened up and they kissed, I was like, whoa, relax! <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Uh, his sister is not though. His Pre- sister is Jordana Brewster. Previously, I thought it was because I was racist, but turns out it's because we're racist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, his sister's Jordana Brewster, who is so fine in this movie, and uh, I'm not sure why she wasn't allowed to have a career, <laughs> um, but I fully support her. She was really good in this. Um, it actually seemed like she was acting in a movie at a couple points, which is a really interesting decision for being in this. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, look, so this party happens, it's a total embarrassment, um, It and it leads up to um, basically a moment where all the characters head in different, different directions, including Letty, who is heading back to the United States, while Vin is still hiding out in the Dominican. Hopefully he can come in on like a 90-day fiancé type situation. Um, and um, the long and short of it is that suddenly, off-screen, the most important character... To the protagonist in the entire series, just is declared dead. Uh, right, they're, right, they're just like right. over a phone call. They're like, "Here's the deal: Letty's dead, and that is the plot of your movie. Enjoy." <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no tension or drama to it whatsoever. Whoa,
1: whoa! There was tension. Vin was like, "Hey, I told don't you didn't I tell you not to call me here?" <laughs> and she was, <laughs> and and she was like, "Well, you know, the love of your life who you abandoned in the middle of the night." <laughs> <laughs> was immediately murdered
0: <laughs> uh, and, then, and then by the way the movie then proceeds to uh, paint a narrative in which Vin Diesel falls in love with Gal Gadot who is like he's like literally still investigating his partner's death <laughs> he's still investigating his partner's death and he's trying to bang another girl <laughs> right off the bat they have so many sexual innuendos to each other it's like dude you only know this woman because you are literally on your revenge quest to avenge Letty's death (laughs) what are you doing like I know I know uh, he's uh, an animal uh, he's just an an animal yeah he's just a force of nature man Um, (laughs) Vin um,
1: Diesel is less an actor more an enigma
0: so uh, he's a visual artist the um, plot kicks off back in LA at this point. Um, and we are introduced to the first fast and furious funeral, which, which if you've never seen 25 multicolored <laughs> supercharged cars parked outside of a graveyard, uh, check this movie out because <laughs> it is a fucking hilarious image. Um, that made me laugh for, really for all hard. of
1: you that had that one left on your bucket list.
0: And if you want to see more of that content, Google Paul Walker Funeral, and you, <laughs> you'll you see the real-life wow. recreation of that imagery. Um,
1: that was dark. Um, yeah, so... And strangely probably accurate.
0: Uh, Paul Walker's in a suit. Uh, that, was a real, <laughs> that was a real change for me. That took me a real long time. I feel like every movie that Paul Walker made up to Fast and Furious, he had never worn a suit in. And they—they they, not only that. I—I I know that that is unrealistic, but then they clarify that he's an FBI agent.
1: Right, he's which a super is agent now.
0: Maybe the wildest twist in cinema history. <laughs> the <laughs>
1: dynamic between him and his superiors is absolutely ludicrous. He, he's basically like Henry in Book of Henry, the talking to his yeah. <laughs> talking to his principal. <laughs> like, dude. But in the first scene where we're introduced to him, where you tackle him through that window, the dude. All right. (laughs) He's an FBI agent. Like, there are rules of engagement for, like, subduing criminals, and one doesn't involve tackling a man out of the third story of a house. That, like, the only reason that they lived is because a van happened to be parked there below the window, and they landed on it, crushed it. But, like, Brian for sure would have been paralyzed. Yeah. Uh,
0: That was the first instance in this film in which I felt somebody would have been uh, fatally wounded, and that would have been that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know letty's now dead i felt like when they when they announced that letty was dead i felt like i had missed an hour of the movie and somehow skipped to like the three-fourths mark yes unfortunately that was not true i was about 12 minutes in thought the movie was close to being over
1: so that was the exact moment i thought the same thing and that was the exact moment where cat came down and we restarted the movie Mm -hmm. so then i got to that part again and i was like oh no they literally just are dropping that
0: yeah, she's just dead.
1: Yeah, she's dead. It's like, after you have the moment of being like, oh, look, the whole cast from the first movie's back together. This is great. <laughs> they kill Michelle Rodriguez immediately.
0: Uh-huh. If there is any scene in this film...
1: Maybe this movie was like a precursor to The Lodge and um, and The Hunt. This was the movie that was like, we're going to sh- kill off one of what you think
0: is going to be the stars immediately. <laughs> um... Uh, if there's one scene in this movie I would say like you know when we talked about Too Fast Too Furious the rat scene really was the the scene that broke me out of even <laughs> watching the film and put me into a different dimension and that's was also something that happened in this movie uh, it was a very different scene um, but it was uh, something that made me just so confused about what I was watching and just sent me to a different plane um that scene takes place when Vin Diesel uh, pretty much demands to be taken to Letty's crash scene. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so, Vin Diesel, right? This so scene Vin is Diesel. So blessed. <laughs> Vin Diesel shows up at Letty's death scene where she has been murdered um, and... Uh, which,
1: which is just an old—it's the—it's like the bend of an old windy
0: road. Yeah, it's—it's <laughs> it's literally like a bend in like the Hollywood Hills. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like she flew off a cliff, basically. <laughs> Vin gets out of the car because, of course, surely the police could not have deduced anything that he's about to deduce with his bare, naked eyesight. Yeah. But Vin gets out of the car. Also,
1: keep in mind, the police are looking for him at every... They thought he, they, he would show up at her funeral. They're, like, at all of his friends' houses trying to find him, but they have not had anyone check out the crash site. <laughs>
0: Um uh Vin uh gets out of the car. He's looking, I would say solemn, but he's literally making the same face throughout the entire film. So I don't know. Just that's how I felt solemn. solemn. Yeah, that's I <laughs> felt solemn. So I, I projected that upon his blank face. Um and uh then What proceeded to happen was basically, like, Batman Arkham Knight detective mode kicks in. (laughs) And Vin Diesel, using his bare eyesight, was able to recreate the full crash of Letty's car. through it. Her subsequent being shot in the head. Because not only was... This is, like, another movie we watched. What's that? Where someone was able to, like, recreate an entire thing? Yeah, where there was, like, an overhead shot
1: of, like, we watched something happen, like fuck. Keep talking. Keep, keep doing your thing. I'll long, get there. Long
0: and short of it is he basically has a crime scene recreation sixth sense where he can like like visually see and recreate and like nearly interact with the crime that has occurred yeah, because yeah. there's screech marks on the ground like he he's literally able to deduce like a living hologram of Letty's death and then subsequently being shot as the car was flipping. Like she was Isn't like,
1: this literally a thing this uh, same plot device that happened in a movie that we watched like early in the podcast I don't know I don't know where where we're getting like a different perspective there was like someone floating overhead who was like watching the whole murder happen or the crime scene happen and
0: it sounds like one of your one of the nightmares you need to talk to your therapist about buddy yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) um uh yeah so that that scene really um perked my interest I thought for a minute they were Inferring that Vin Diesel now had a set of particular superpowers that he could use um, So yeah, yeah, I was pretty into that. I felt good about that scene um, And uh, from there I checked out <laughs> I seriously that was about it after that I checked the fuck out man oh, that's funny. I, uh, I, I'm sorry to Vin that I couldn't pay more attention to what was going on throughout this whole thing, I just just checked the fuck out, man. Gone.
1: Yeah, I mean... The plot Goodbye. is so inconsequential.
0: It was basically the plot of the last movie, where they had yeah. to infiltrate. Brian and Vin Diesel had to infiltrate Braga, who <laughs> is like the, the mysterious wizard, unknown of this movie until yeah. revealed it was not. You know who he said it, it was, and
1: yeah, it just. And now Brian is like a super FBI guy and has like a fucking like lethal weapon esque relationship with his boss. Like, just the
0: fact that after all these years, the best they could do is like the. Plot is that Dom and Brian are infiltrating something again for like a crime. Yeah, line, like. yeah, right. And just
1: so you know, they're like, like <laughs> the quality of plot of what we're going on. You know, normally when I have notes, they're they're there to dissect something that happened in the film and related to something. My, like one of my notes literally just says, "Huh, Asian lady from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel." Dang.
0: That's a dang yeah. Note. Yeah. I have a note. I have a note that just says "Gall Gadot. So I guess <laughs> that's about it. It's, I couldn't even say anything other than she oh. is there.
1: I also was pretty impressed by... So Brian's character trajectory throughout all of this. Like, so just... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I I could be. So, he started as a cop, correct, in the first one? He, he, he was undercover as a cop, but, like, towards the end, he let Vin Diesel go, which was a problem yeah. for everyone involved. Now, he's this super FBI agent who's, like, who doesn't go by the book and, like, can just... At one point, he gets into some sort of tussle with one of his co-workers and, who like pushes him, and Brian's response is to turn around and slam his co-worker's face and nose directly into a concrete wall and just, like, fucking maim the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, everyone just treats this like this is a casual office argument. And I was like, I don't think there's any workplace where this would be
0: acceptable. No. Did you happen to notice at one point that, um... <laughs> vin diesel in his car he was drinking a nas energy drink
1: oh yeah (laughs) amazing product plug did i notice you mean every time when he was about to use it when they would have just a full can of nas being the only thing you see on the screen for a split second i'm not
0: gonna lie i didn't notice it but jay cone did text me in the middle of the night and was like look out for this hard to spot uh product placement Dude,
1: it was literally like, here's the gear shift and like, yeah. <laughs> here's the can of Nas. It was
0: immediately under it. Yeah, it was
1: <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Um, another scene um, I'd like
0: to talk about was um, there was uh, one of the random drivers that they introduced who I guess was almost an attempt at some sort of levity. It was like He was like a cowboy-themed <laughs> NASCAR driver yeah, yeah. Um, type uh, racer and uh he had the funniest line in the movie um and uh basically brian comes walking up to him after the race and he just looks at brian and goes yo nutsack," <laughs> which i thought was so funny because that's brian is the living embodiment of a nutsack. sack mean he sucks that's um,
1: a joke right out of too fast too furious
0: but like dude i thought this was like you would like hate this part because this was like the worst police abuse ever like they basically Go from a scene of him because he called Brian a nutsack. Brian literally (laughs) did a fucking swat sting on his house and placed crystal meth on him and ruined his entire fucking life for nothing. No, like what was that plot line?
1: It wasn't for nothing, no, it was, um, (laughs) dude, it was to get his spot in the job of transporting the heroin. That was terrible. So, So, like, the situation was that. They are trying to infiltrate. What, what's the guy's name that you keep saying? They're like, with the with the what's the with the villain's name? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to infiltrate him. So like, they were doing a race to like the winner of the race uh, gets a spot on that crew, and that's when Dom like spun Brian out. So Brian was all betrayed. So then Brian needed to get in some other way. So that guy that he did that to was one of the other drivers on it. So he got that guy arrested so that he could get his spot in the crew regardless to transport to the heroin across regardless. the Mexican border. That's the plot of this movie. But yes, I actually know the plot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah, I, I just have a note that just says, nothing as good as Rat Bucket. So <laughs> I want to tell you, here's my problem with this
1: movie and these movies, is that They're so cavalier about causing random car accidents. Everywhere they're going, just causing mayhem. Eat, like even a minor accident can just devastate a person financially it is such an inconvenience and they treat it like it's like it's like comic relief here that like as they turn the corner they happen to just like the butt of their supercharged cars slam through three fucking parked cars imagine Imagine if we lived we don't, we don't live family, like animals man. Dan we don't live like animals imagine if you couldn't park in center city because there was a chance that fucking Brian <laughs> and, and fucking uh, various like cavalcade of ethnic characters were going to be racing through <laughs> where the
0: the, the impunity only thing to they're racing the, for the is the
1: winner the winner gets a slot on a crew to transport heroin across the border that's what they were competing for is the opportunity to transport heroin <laughs> across the border
0: the uh, level of impunity at which they let like the US government has let Brian <laughs> destroy property damage in the United States is this is what confounding. I'm saying
1: it's, it's unreal um He hasn't he hasn't earned that amount of leeway. All he's done is cause problems along his career.
0: Eventually Brian starts getting back in good with Dom's sister, which leads to a scene where Brian like runs into Dominic's sister's house, like while she's crying, yes. and 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 they bang, and Dom is literally outside, <laughs> like the entire time. Like Brian goes from having a corona with Dom to literally, he sees the sister and he goes, wait one second, and he goes, Hey, hey, wait up a second. And he runs up to her. They're banging two seconds later, and then yes. they just come outside and Vin Diesel's just fucking standing there. <laughs> I was like what was that and like they did the whole thing right they did the scene of like sh- he runs in they start making out blah 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 and then you assume the next scene would be hours later would be whatever it's literally no. as soon as they're finished having sex they come outside and Vin Diesel is still standing exactly where he was when <laughs> Brian walked away from him like yeah, well, right outside of the house Brian did a fucking Na-
1: Nas boost
0: <laughs> Brian drank a, a 24 a Nas <laughs> and fucking came in 35 seconds <laughs> Um, oh, my God. Uh, and and uh, there's a moment in which they try to have Brian and Dom have an emotional talk with each other, which ends up in them slamming each other around like Marvel superheroes <laughs> inside of Dominic's family I know, house. Like, I know, I know. Destroyed literally Dude. the entire house, throwing each Dude. other through, like, cabinets. and.
1: Dominic is legitimately the Terminator in this
0: movie. <laughs> He's also completely, in, like, off the handles insane.
1: Right? There's, there's like, no... At any given moment, he could just be extreme. Dude, there's one moment he throws Paul Walker through, like, a china cabinet, and then Paul Walker's like, no, dude, it was actually this, and he realized that, like, he was fighting him for, the like, no reason. It was told oh, it was about, uh, <laughs> he was, like, he, he realized that, uh, what, what's, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character's Letty. name? Letty. So, Letty. He, he found out that like Brian was the last person to have spoken to Letty before she died. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what s- set him off. S- like, so he's he, like a
0: wild pit bull. S- yeah.
1: <laughs> so he just went <laughs> and fucking thought that it was like he, him who set her up or whatever, and just starts. He throws him through furniture, through pillars. Like it's like a Marvel esque scene. Yeah, it was then, like the Hulk then,
0: fighting someone. Yeah, it was and, absurd. And
1: not only is Brian not that injured, he's like, no, Dom. She was my undercover agent. Like, he, like, had, like, turned her. To, like, she was, like, working to bring down, a Barata or whatever his fucking name is. And, uh. <laughs>
0: that's a cheese. <laughs> yeah. Barata is so, a cheese. Yeah. I was hoping that you wouldn't catch For that. For you foodies out there. Yeah. Um, it is delicious.
1: Dude, so, um.
0: Fuck, what were we talking about? What are you doing? Vin Diesel. I mean, this whole episode. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude.
1: So, so, oh yeah, so Paul Walker is just like. <laughs> He's like, no, she was working for me, and he's like, oh, all right, like, and he just walks away, like, no apologies for having just literally taken Paul Walker. Yeah, no, they just possibly... move through it. They yeah. move right through the problems. ruin the man, like, through hundreds of dollars. To worth be of honest, though,
0: it reminded me of my sweetheart uh, Tyrese Gibson from the last movie and his relationship with Brian. They often slap boxed. This they this often sparred. Different. This was terrifying, and <laughs> to do it in front of the sister is like literally awful. Like, like they Dude, take it out. Side, if anything, you know? Dom was literally like, like, lift it, was like
1: WWF style, throwing him through it's like tables, tables that are exploding as he hits them.
0: Well, that is perfect because this is most definitely the WWF of movie franchises. So any and all body slams are welcome. Um,. And, uh, you know, after that, I think we've kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, there's this whole crime syndicate heroin smuggling nonsense. It, it, it all pretty much just, like, leads to uh, them crushing the operation and blah, 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 and just the end. I mean, it, it just, ugh, what a what a bland entry. I just felt like this one, <laughs> this one took something that already sucked and just <laughs> yeah. drained it. Drained I, um, it of its energy. Honestly...
1: I like this one infinitely more than Too Fast, Too Furious. Get the fuck out of here. Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious was cool. It was so stupid.
0: Yeah, I wish this movie was so stupid. I would have done anything for this movie to be so stupid. Dude. If this this movie was as stupid as the first five to ten minutes of it, you would have had a winner out of me, but like, it hit this dull streak where every set piece was so dark and everything was underlit <laughs> and none of the action was good and everything was CG. Like, how many races inside that fucking mineshaft needed to happen in that movie? There was last like 20 night, minutes of it.
1: Last night I was playing the uh, new remastered Crash Bandicoot team racing game mm-hmm. and one of the levels looks exactly like that scene. <laughs>
0: I just feel like uh, I just feel like instead of Letty, Brian should have died. I hate Brian so much. He's such a bad person. I just hate him. He's really
1: not a great guy.
0: Like if there's any person I could, I didn't think you know I could dislike Dom anymore. I mean he's a raging psychopath, but Brian (laughs) is somehow more despicable than even Dom is. So I'm looking forward to him dying. (laughs) Jesus. In the film franchise, why yes. is he all right in real life? Yeah, he's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, man, I, I don't know what to say about this one, dude. I hated this. I, I felt like uh, this one shrunk, I shrunk my dick. This one we shrunk were, my dick a quarter inch that will never grow back.
1: <laughs> I mean, if that's what you need to tell yourself. <laughs> To make, to make up for that quarter inch, Damn it. It, ha- it happens to the best. i
0: officially got that on record.
1: Well, you better hope Fast Five gets better then, I guess. Um,
0: so you're, you're
1: running out of quarter inches, but...
0: Well, I mean, I, I heard that Fast Five is where things really take off, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I'll watch anything with Vin Diesel. Honestly, it makes me laugh so hard. Wait,
1: you're telling me that this one where there's an entire subplot where the way that the entire climax of the movie is allowed to work is by Brian agreeing with his FBI boss that Dom gets clemency for everything and will get off scot-free and Dom is like you really believe your fucking government fucking loser bosses are actually gonna do that you fucking retard?" and fucking Brian's like yeah of course the system's good and then at the end they just fucking sentence Dom to 20 years in prison <laughs> <laughs> and then he escapes or does he or does he Uh, Yeah, and and you mean how when Dom's being transported to prison and another. Round of 12 cars approaches the prison bus, one of which is Paul Walker, who, mind you, is still an FBI agent. Yeah, I guess he's
0: throwing his whole career away then. That's that. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds like a reckless way to live your life, but whatever, yeah. Brian. That Hopefully nothing bad will Brian. happen to you. Brian's a real loose cannon. He's just like Michelle Rodriguez. That's what,
1: that's what fucking Dom doesn't realize, though, about Letty, is that she's not in it for the money. She tried to tell him. Fucking, she's in it for the thrill and fucking
0: <laughs> is that why she was surfing on a car during a <laughs> heist that could have been solved with one bullet? Yes. Okay, cool.
1: Tom get us some leaves, leaves are two seconds. St-
0: By two the way, stack some money. Her surfing on that car was exactly what I saw on that Fast & Furious Universal Studios ride. Like figured, she was i said But then I shit you not, she jumped off of that car and like harnessed onto a helicopter and was like flying through <laughs> the air. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, Dan, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? I don't. Um, I would just wanted one fun fact about this. Disney Universal Pictures moving the release date up from June 12th to April 3rd. The composer of the film, Brian Taylor, only had three days to record the score. <laughs> Um, Dude, Vin Diesel originally wanted to make the fourth and fifth films back to back, but Universal decided to take some time and see how the current movie would work out before moving on to a fifth. Diesel was allowed to direct an 18-minute <laughs> short film set in the Fast and Furious world, which is available on DVD. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, Dan, uh, I thought this movie was heartbreakingly <laughs> stupid is, and painstakingly like piece to me, um, or just a main episode. <laughs> for 18-minute movie. Um, I, 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 yeah, this movie, uh, heartbreakingly stupid, painstakingly dull, 2 out of 10 for me on the Golden Gum rating scale. What about you?
1: Um, I think this movie was exactly the same degree of stupid as Too Fast, Too Furious, but also had the original <laughs> cast, so I preferred it.
0: Okay, Uh, so this was the sequel you were always looking for when you as a youth came out of the theater after seeing Dom run across the grass in FF1.
1: I could see if when Too Fast, Too Furious came out, if instead this film had come out, I would have been feeling it. Interesting. Um, With that said, I don't care or know anything about cars, like whatsoever, what I cared about when the first one was family. Dom was teaching me about family. And this one, I felt like Dom was losing sense of what's about the family.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, and he lost I'm really hoping
1: this one. this one felt like, you know, how like, you know, Godfather 2 is the best one, sure. But like, really, it's about the transitional period. God <laughs> oh, damn it, dude. I feel like by the next one we're really gonna see what Sofia Coppola is made of. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give. I don't remember what I gave to Fast and Furious. I think I gave it a two out of ten. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one uh, like four and a half out of ten. <laughs>
0: four and a half out of ten. Well, it's a huge step up. You I'm know, like you are at that kid. I'll give it
1: a four point nine.
0: Four point nine. Okay, well, uh, we want to thank everybody who has tuned in for this very special episode of the Movie Blues Podcast. Yeah. Um, what do you think
1: the deal is? Do you, or like, is it like one FF per season?
0: Uh, well, we're doing kind of like Are we committing one, to ten seasons. No, we're doing kind of like one ha- at the half and then two at the end. I beg your pardon. One at the half.
1: Okay. Two but at the end. N- now.
0: Right now, we just did one. Yeah. At the end of the season for the season finale, we will do two Fast and Furious movies.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess we'll see if that's what's going to
0: happen. That that and many other things that will not come to fruition this season on the Movie Blues Podcast. I'm Dan Lyons. I'm uh, Dan. And we will see you guys next month. Bye Bye. Bye.